Blog Talk Radio. Turn off all the lights now. The show can only be heard in the dark. Night Owls Radio. from something called Halloween 2014. And this is your hostess, Miss X, once again, clawing her way out of the white marble coffin. Because you all are celebrating your Labor Day. As I look to the north, I turn to the south. I turn to the west, and I turn to the east as I broadcast all across this granite planet of blue and white as we explore the experiences that we all share here on planet Earth. Night Owl the Miss X telethon, and this is the Miss X fake fishbowl. We got right here. I'm holding it. It's a fake plastic fishbowl. I need a drink of water. Mm. I celebrate the end of summer by getting a drink of water out of the fishbowl live on the radio. Internet radio, that is. Yes, thank you. Oh, I needed that. All of you are to give to your favorite charity tonight or this entire weekend. I want you 
Miss X is telling you to give to your favorite charity, as they say. Or if you don't have a favorite charity, here's some ideas for you. Of course, the March of Dimes. All the diabetes walks to walk for the cure. There are so many, so, so, so many great things, charities that you can give to out there. Of course, the food charities. I really, really have to emphasize that one. Because when you're hungry, nothing, just about nothing else matters because it's so difficult when you are hungry. So give to those charities, the feed.org, all the .orgs that you see out there. That's my message to you for this weekend, Labor Day weekend. Give to your charities. Even if it's a charity that you're not familiar with, that you look up online or you hear about from one of your friends. Charity and put it in the fishbowl right here in the old wooden shack as we are broadcasting. And we also have a really noisy here on Labor Day weekend because we have this air show. I don't know if you have that in your town. Every Labor Day weekend. And it combines with the fishbowl donations that you give to charity. Mm-hmm. It does here along the really scary, really cold Ontario southern coastline, and I did invite one of my gorgeous actors to call in tonight, so let's just check. Nobody's calling in, of course. They just didn't have enough notice, because I was last minute again to tell them to call in, but Miss X, oh, Miss X and her ever-lengthening list of hot British, and there's one Welsh one, one is Welsh, the rest are all British, hot British or Irish actors to call into the show. Because tonight, I want you to settle down and listen to the tale of the Soaky. What are the Soaky? As if you didn't already know. Miss X never ever has enough patience to sit through these modern day movies. But she almost did. I almost got through Own Dean with one of those actors whose name name I can't think of right now, but of course all of you know who he is. And it's all about the Selkie of Scott's lore. And that is spelled L-O-R-E. Can you just tell I came out of class tonight? You can just tell when I'm spelling things out that I just came out of a college class tonight. Nobody in the chat room, but the chat room is open right now at blogtalkradio.com. Miss X. You can always find out information about this show on missxradio.webs.com. And speaking of webs, the silky that I saw in one of these films had that sticky, springy, clear, liquidy, clear liquid web on its fingers because it was a half seal, half human. It was a seal, but it was turning into a human. And the story of the silky and the story of what we refer to as now, we refer to as shape shifters. 
is really not a new idea. But it was new to me when I saw this film, Ondine, where the seal is going to mate with a human. Oh, you're all out there enjoying your festivals. There's a million of them this weekend for Labor Day now. Green, green glass, end of summer here in the northern hemisphere, where my friend lives in Australia. It's probably winter right now. The wackest story of the week. What do I hold here? What do I have in my hand? Nothing. I don't have the paper with the wacky story of the week, but I have it written down, luckily for you. Messages in bottles. That's your wacky story of the week. And it only took 109 years for a bottle to wash up after being put into the North Sea. The message in a bottle was originally made to test the ocean currents. That's the reason this particular message in a bottle went out. It was to test the waves and ocean currents 109 years ago. So the next time that you think you're going to put a bottle into the ocean or into the river or into your little pond, it just might take 109 years or more to reach its destination. Can't make it up. It's all the wacky, paranormal, weird things that happen on this planet that we call Earth. And the message in a bottle was intact. The bottle was 109 years of dirt on it, but it did arrive. It washed up on another shore. So the Selkie, is that what you tuned in to hear? Is that what you tuned in to hear? But I saw a Selkie in which a dark-haired woman sheds her seal skin. Say that one, tongue twister. Sheds her seal skin and becomes human. I told you that I could see the webbiness of her hand, the dark brown seal eyes. I would have picked another animal than a seal to make the folklore story of, but I digress because it is seals. And it did originate in the Orkney Islands up there in Scotland. It's a Scot floor. Scotland, the land of Scot, has a lot of these tales of the silky. They're not mermaids. They're different than mermaids, but they have similarities to mermaids because the selkie also become human. Apparently, the story goes, they become human when they reach land. So in the water, they're seals. I thought they shed their skin in the water because I've seen it portrayed in different ways and different tales of the selkie. Different ways, different tales. Do they shed their skin in the water and then take on a human form? Is that how the story goes? The seal human mates with a male or female human. And in one of the stories, one of the movies about the selkie, this girl finds her long-lost brother on the island after he was raised by seals. And the seals tug him towards his human family. The, you know, seals can move pretty fast, as I noticed in this film. And they, they scurry really fast off to the ocean and onto the sand. And all the silky female? Come on now. I don't think so. The male silky could attract a human female if she sheds seven tears into the ocean. So the human females up in the Orkney Islands say that if you shed seven tears into the ocean, 
that attracts the male sulky, who as a seal takes on the form of a human, or is he a human taking on the form of a seal? I don't know. It's not that similar to a mermaid, because though some think that the selkies shed their skin and only resemble a seal and walk as human on land, are they shedding their skin in the ocean? And why the seals, I wonder? As I already said, why choose the seals for this story? Well, for one thing, <laughs> put it together. There's lots of seals in the Orkney Islands, probably. Up there along the oceans. And that's probably how the story began. I suppose they could have made a folklore tale about seagulls. Because I saw... I saw the most scary seagull in England with red eyes. Their seagulls even look evil. They had red eyes. Ours don't have red eyes. We have a lot of seagulls. A lot of seagulls around here. The shows are coming to a really fast end. The skin around does not a seal make. How do they go between these two forms? That is the great mystery of the lore of the Selkie. As I told you, maybe they only resemble a seal and walk as a human on land. There's tales of the Selkie watching humans from afar. You know, like they're, they're part of the human race here on the planet, here on planet Earth, but they look like a seal. So they would be between two worlds. I mean, they have to make a choice, be a seal or a human. Stay in the ocean, in your seal skin, as an animal, or how they do it. They keep their skins with them, even when they're in the human form, so the folklore goes. When the selkie are in their human form on land, they keep their seals with them, just in case they have to rush back into the ocean, in which they then take the form of a seal again. It's like a human changing into a chair or a human shape-shifting into an animal. That's not a new idea, as I already told you. You can look up all about the silky for yourself. And are you picturing the seaweed hair of the woman who is the silky? It would be sort of blue and curly. Oh, how many images of that have we seen on this planet? Be it a mermaid or something else. So they say they keep their seals with them. Their skin, their seal skin to the sulky. And if a human startles them, they rush back into the ocean and become a seal again. Or some may apparently remain with the human father if there are offspring of the selkie, because the male selkies attract all the human females on shore. All the females are attracted to them. The different worlds between shore and ocean I have always loved. It is the end of summer here. The brown eyes of the seal looking a little human-like. Is that why this folklore developed in the Orkney Islands about the selkie? And the selkie, once they're in human-looking form, dance alone on the sand under the moonlight. So they say. But also, the selkie are an Orcadian tale of the Norse and the Scots. 
in part. And the scream as cool and deep as the sea. And that is the selkie. Until next time, remember, spend your Labor Day weekend giving to your donations to your charity or charities of choice. Give to as many as you can. That's the Labor Day tradition for Labor Day weekend. Till next time, in the words of the immortal she-beast, I'll be back. I said, I'll be back. Happy screams. Thank <laughs> you.